Welcome to the Waverley College Podcast. Celebrating Waverley College, its students, past and present. Well, Yags, it's great to be here. It's episode one for 2017, but episode four for the life of the Wavelength Podcast. And of course, we've got some exciting news. School's just back in. Uh, as fellow Waverlians ourselves, we'd be remiss not to mention Michael Yeager, class of uh, 91, myself, Craig Bushmarkham, as they like to call me, uh, class of 1990. Uh, mate, exciting times this year. Sure is. And just on the on the weekend, we had the Parents Association welcoming uh, cocktail party. Due to the weather, taken into the brother Lacey Jim. And wonderful event, 600 people. Great way to kick off wow. the year. And uh, we're looking forward now to the uh, Blue and Gold Ball in August that uh, that we're planning now with the Development Office. Yeah, I was talking to one of the mums, Haley O'Sullivan, who's heading up, I think, uh, a bit of a team there. And, you know, she's talking to us about it. It's an exciting event for the college and they're bringing it back, which is good. It's been uh, in the wilderness for a little while. Yeah, it's a, it's a nod to the past and, uh, and, and the tradition that's uh, that's been lost. But another opportunity to bring the Waverley community together, parents, students, old boys. So uh, really looking forward to it. And mate, on the sporting field this year, we've got a very talented uh, 10, 11 and 12 in the way of uh, many sports. In the basketball, they're going very well. They're going pretty good in the cricket. But I know in rugby and soccer, they're expecting big things this year. A lot of pressure on the boys? There, there will be. And what we'll be doing as, uh, as the old boys is supporting them at home games. Uh, we'll be putting up our marquees. We'll be offering old boys uh, a voucher to go and uh, uh, get themselves a sausage sandwich or a steak sandwich and uh, support the uh, Rugby Supporters Club. Yep. So um, we'll be making ourselves more visible, but it's all about everyone getting down there, having a great afternoon, a great morning if they get there earlier for, for, for the soccer and, and some other games. And um, yeah, really looking forward to this season. It's going to be huge. Now, the good thing about our podcast and the Wavelength, we always catch up with a couple of old boys. It's always great to hear their story. It doesn't matter what era they're from. These two happen to be more from the modern era. Uh, or most recently, uh, Johnny Walton, class of 1988, uh, great man himself and uh, a, a great, two great athletes, in fact. And, of course, Ryan Cross, class of 97, really looking forward to catching up with these two. Crossy, of course, straight out of school to the Sydney Roosters, uh, Waratahs, Wallabies, Western Force. You know, he was a great cricketer from a huge sporting family at Waverley. It'd be really good to catch up with these two today. Looking forward to it. Yeah, we still see Ryan around. Uh, he's, he's still a Clovelly boy, so uh, really looking forward to that. Yeah, and if you're into your art, of course, we're going to talk to Ryan. I'm going to ask him a question about his lovely wife, Danielle Cross, does some amazing artwork and uh, you know some really good paintings. She's uh, just hit some, some really big international sales, so it's great. You're on the Wavelength Podcast. When we come back, we're going to be talking to Johnny Walton, class of 88. Radio Hub is Australia's premier podcasting facility. With high-quality sound equipment and production services, Radio Hub is a one-stop shop for all your podcasting needs. So, if you're ready to jump into the exciting realm of podcasting, contact Radio Hub on 0402 870 900 or email info at au. And welcome back to the Wavelength Podcast, of course, sitting here with our host, Michael Yeager. Yeager's pretty exciting time in our show. We always love going back and talking to uh, our most recent old boys or, you know, old boys from, from yesteryear. And we've got on the line uh, one of the greats, I call him, class of 1988. He is, um, he's done a great job through his life so far. He's on the uh, precipice of a very exciting new business venture. But uh, let's introduce him, Johnny Walton. Johnny, you're there. Yeah, I am Bushy. How are you, boys? Yeah. G'day, John. Hello, boys. We're well, mate. We're very well. Johnny, uh, let's kick off by asking you, mate, class of 1988, pretty good year. You know, the likes of Michael Towns, uh, Anthony Bell, some successful Waverlians that have gone through of that genre. 
Mate, so what about your experience at the school? Some fond memories of great friendships and, and great relationships and, and, you know, lifelong mates. I see you often socially and uh, mixing in sporting uh, platforms and I always see there's a whole chunk of Waverlians from 88 still hanging out together, which is a great sign of a, uh, a great year. Yeah, mate, we, 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 still, we still catch up, um, you know, but Waverly was that sort of school. You know, you'd, you'd made a lot of good close friends and, and the thing I liked about Waverly, you know, you had the, you had the, the influential families and the, the people with money, but you also had the the other side of the tracks as well. So it was very a diverse sort of uh, network of friends. Um, you know, if you uh, needed to have um, somebody to help you out with finance later in life, you could. Now John, you, you've got two two sons. Yes, and, yes, uh, I, I remember one of your boys played footy uh, at St Charles uh, with one of my sons. Uh, how, how are they tracking? Are they uh, making their way through the the College of Knowledge? Well, they're they're both ones in year eleven and ones in year nine, and they're both just basketball like mate. They're addicted to it. So uh, I teach sport. martial arts. I can't even get them to do it. They just love basketball. One's Hayden's in the first this year, and and Benny's always they, they sort of got in the A's all the way through. And that new gym, so, um, that new gym's a sensational uh, complex now. Oh, mate, they, exactly. And it's, you know, you, you get a good viewpoint from it now. And, you know, it, uh, and it is it is up there with, you know, I've been to see Knox and all that. And I'm like, oh, my God, how good it is. But see, Waverley's certainly lifted the bar in that department, I must say. Mate, it's been great. I noticed young Hayden uh, last week against Trinity. I watched him uh, get his first Guernsey after starting out the second. It's a huge achievement in year 11 and great for the confidence of uh, of him coming through the school. Oh, 100% Bush. Um, mate, I think that the sport, Hayden was a pretty shy kid at school when he, when he was little and going through and achieving the basketball certainly gave him a lot of confidence. And, uh, you know, for him to get in the, in the uh, first from being in year 11, I think it's really, it has helped him with his self-esteem, I must say. Not yeah. that he had a problem with it, but, you know, just helped him no, boost I t- his own self-confidence. totally agree. And you know what I love, mate? You know, we come from more of a uh, Kerry Murray-esque background, if you will. You know, you swam, you played footy or, uh, you know, and you listened to the master. And I tell you, it was one of those uh, great schools for that. But the diversity, basketball's come leaps and bounds. It's a terrific sport. It's great that not everyone has to be that way or there's so much academia music. There's so many choices with, you know, we've got the Brother uh, brother Bob Wallace uh, Performing Arts Centre. You know, we've got these great facilities there. Mate, speaking of diversity, you're, uh, you're absolutely crazy for and very highly qualified and highly dangerous in the field of jiu-jitsu, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Can you talk us through how you got into the wrestling? It's funny, Bush, because... I was boxing in like my 19-year to 20-year-old and I was boxing down at Woolloomooloo Police Boys and I thought I could handle myself. So I uh, went to the Woolloomooloo Boys Police Boys and um, and was boxing and a mate of mine said to me, uh, come and try this jiu-jitsu. I said, mate, it's, that's just crap. So I'm not, and then he just kept bugging me and bugging me. But anyway, I went along one day and I was shaped up in this class and this guy just took me to the ground and had me, that lost, choked me out you know, I didn't even know what I was doing. And from that day, I knew, this is this is 20-something years ago, that it was just, you know, it was the most effective form of martial art. And this is before UFC came on to prove it. Um, I knew that there was something about it. And, uh, yeah, so it's been a long, I've been doing it a long time. But, uh, yeah, I just enjoy it, mate. It's a bit of a meditation for me. I go and train and you forget about the world and you um, keep fit at the same time and meet, meet good friends and you learn a life skill as well. Well, what I love is you're telling that story. I, I don't uh, remember those years ago you're getting into jiu-jitsu. What I do remember is you've now got your own school and you're passing on those great skills as a – I'd, I'd be remiss if I called you a black belt. Is that your, is that your um, 
division or qualification? How do I how do I articulate yeah, that? Yeah, 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 exactly, Bushy. I'm a black belt, but it takes a long time to get up your belt. So, like, I went from brown to black, and that took four years. And before that, I went from purple to brown, and it was four years. So, it's certainly not like karate where you get them handed out, um, the, you know, the proverbial cornflake packet. Yep. But, you know, you can't be, you cannot be a black belt until you're 18 years old. Sure. So, you can't, you know, like you see kids with black belts, it's just, you know, this this is the real martial art where you actually, when you go into the class, um, you've got to be able to prove yourself on the mat because every time you finish training, you wrestle 100%. So you get so you get found out pretty pretty damn quick, to be honest. Quick bit of advice for any young Waverlians who may listen to the podcast and think, wow, I might take up the sport of uh, jiu-jitsu. Any advice you can give them? Come down to 928 and that parade at Maruba and uh, we'll, uh, we'll sort you right out. Don't worry about that. Oh, you know what I mean, Valvoline. It's like cash for comments. Valvoline, exactly. Now, Yates, you're excited because you're a businessman. We all know that uh, you have, um, you know, ambitions to be Prime Minister of Australia because I have ambitions to be your treasurer. (laughs) I know what we're going to do with all that cash. Uh, Johnny has got a beautiful new tool that is used for recruitment called Job Pitch, and we were discussing it before. You want to ask a couple of questions? Yeah, we were. And and in the spirit of innovation and uh, all things technology, it it really, uh, really caught my attention. John, with, with, with the app, what, what sparked the idea? And it, it's something that can help young people in terms of uh, getting jobs. Yeah, exactly, Yags. Well, I was made redundant 18 months ago. And in my previous job, you wouldn't believe it, I used to drive tugboats. I decided that I didn't want to do that anymore because there's a lot of shift work and stuff like that, and I would have had to go away. Anyway, I thought, how am I going to get a job? And I thought, I can't, um, I can't seem to get past the first, you know, the gatekeepers of any, any employment and how do you show who your personality really is and uh, I decided to look up video um, video job applications and I found there's nothing on, online and I started looking around and I decided to um, I paid a deposit to go and see an app developer down in Melbourne cost me seven grand to go and do this day and I thought once I commit to that I'm done and I committed to it and uh, it's slowly um, built and but surely building momentum when you think about it, John, yeah, everything else has moved away from paper to, you know, we have this whole digital revolution, things are online, the kids are all on Mac Airs um, as part of their, their education and cur- curriculum at the college. So that whole technology theme really resonates. So how how, how does it actually work in, in, in practice? Well, basically, you, basically you, um, the, the, job, the job candidate or the applicant can go and do a job pitch, which is a 30-second video. Um, which you can tell yourself. So basically tell us a little bit about yourself in 30 seconds and it's attached to a very quick uh, digital representation of yourself, like a little CV. It's not a detailed CV like you, you would normally do. In your, but it gives the employer a very quick snapshot of who you are. It's very, very good for those frontline staff, um, you know, front of, front, of, front of shop sort of stuff, uh, retail, hospitality, uh, real estate, anything like that. Um, it's a very, very quick tool for recruiting, but also the employer can use it. They can actually advertise a job on Seek, so to speak. Any of the, re- the candidates that respond to the ad can be invited by, onto Job Pitch, onto a set of questions that they can actually structure themselves, and they can be answered in video or text for the employer. So it cuts down so much time. In, in There's no shuffling of paper. There's actually a real person there that you can look at, and you, and you, and you know, you can tell straight away whether that person is going to fit in with your team. And teams are a very big thing these days in uh, in recruitment. And well, we know you, you know you got to work with people eight to ten hours a day these days, and you want to like them. 
and they've got to fit part of the team. And, and so it's a very, very powerful tool. Makes sense. Um, it also gives people the opportunity, you know, we mightn't have had the best marks at school or we mightn't have had, had the best, um, you know, CV as in experience. But let me tell you, you know, skills can be taught and experience can be gained. But, you know, if you've got the personality, you should be able to get it out there in a medium that's very quick and easy for employers to access. Yeah, well, mate, we love it. We're going to really, really push hard. Obviously, uh, you know, Michael's president of the Old Boys Union, and one of the big things that uh, Cooper and I are working with him on in the communications committee is trying to get Waverlians together, and we've got a, a dream of having the Waverley College Business Network. And, uh, mate, we would love to come and have you speak. What you just said, mate, I'm, I've known you my whole life. We're terrific friends, you know, a few years older than me, and certainly my uh, mentor on the mats. What I do to uh, I do to hamburgers or what we do at the canteen to what you do to human beings, I just roll them over. But I can tell you, mate, we want to roll you over into our uh, networking event and get you to speak because that is just a great pitch itself. I love what you've done. You know what I love? Another wave early and gone out there and just had a crack. We wish you all the success with it. It's uh, an amazing opportunity, and we're right behind you, and uh, we're going to support you and get everyone from Waverley College behind Job Pitch. Fantastic, Bushy. Thanks very much, boys, and thanks for having me on this afternoon. I really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, mate, just look me up, and I'll, I'll, I'll definitely come in and, uh, and have a yap with uh, the uh, that networking event. Great, Johnny. Great to talk to you. Great there you have it. Class of 88, Yags. What a great man. Indeed. And uh, I, I didn't realise that he took it up so late. I thought he'd done it from birth. He's that good. Mate, unbelievable. I can tell you, one thing I do love about, uh, you know, talking to some of the old boys, it seems in our culture at Waverley that seems either made it, they've gone broke, or they're having to go again. Do you know what I mean? And they've, they've, they've uh, you know, they've, I wouldn't say gone broke, probably not a great term, but, you know, had a couple of losses or a couple of knockdowns, you know? It's a and virtuous cycle. It is a virtuous cycle, and it's it's really good to have him on. You're on the Wavelength Podcast, of course, with President of the Old Boys Union, Michael Yeager, and myself, Craig Bush Markham, class of 1990. Well, Yeggs, it's that time of the afternoon where you get a special guest on the line who's a bit more special than your previous one, only because this man was a wallaby, a waratah, a rooster. He played with the Western Force. He was a New South Wales cricketer at school. There is nothing he couldn't do. If you looked at him, in the tuck shop liner as a young kid. He looked like a Swedish masseuse. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the Wavelength podcast for the first time this year, Mr. Ryan Cross, class of 97. G'day, Crossy. Hi, guys. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, you sound enthused. Crossy, great to talk to you. Now, I know you've been uh, at St. Vincent's for an hour. We've caught you on the hop. Mate, it's, it's a great school for your young daughters. And, uh, mate, how are they going? Well, the girls are going well. First year of high school, so it's always a bit of a battle in the first couple of months, but settling in well, so ready to take them on. Now, mate, uh, let's look back. We always like to look back with our uh, former old boys on this podcast. Class of 97, you went through with a great year of young men and you went on to achieve so much. Any great or fond memories of the school you can think of? Oh, well, I, went, I went to Waverley uh, far in year five at the junior school. When the junior school was still, still in, the, in the same ground as the senior school. So I had some great memories and obviously had a lot of mates that I've you know, still got today. So I think that's the big thing about Waverley, uh, Everyone's equal, and uh, you get in there, and everyone has a crack at whatever it is, sport or through the schoolwork, and there's always plenty to do, and there's obviously the social life that uh, the Wavy boys are famous for. Any uh, any teachers you remember? Um, yeah, I remember quite a few. I think one of them's still there, Mr. Bambuchka, was one of my first teachers. In... Uh, Mr. B, yes, he's still there. Yeah. Mr. B, everyone knows Mr. B. He's, a, and, he's uh, a great man. Yeah, he's, he's still going strong there. Still yeah. running around the junior school, but Johnny Boyd, Mr. Boyd was, uh, I was pretty close with him. Obviously, I love my cricket, so yes. he uh, taught me a lot in the, in the cricket stakes, and I'm still mates with him. And obviously, a lot of brothers were still there when I was was there, brother Holland and brother Costa, and 
a few others that were around the place, but uh, that was all good times. Crossy, uh, you must you had a bit of a conundrum when you were a cricketer and a footballer at Waverley College. You went through with, uh, I mean, you know, you got from great sporting pedigree. You know, your father was a professional footballer at the Tigers. Your brother Clay was a shot-putting champion, an Australian uh, champion there. And, mate, you were blessed and gifted with that athleticism yourself. Cricket or rugby, was it a difficult decision for you uh, when you left school and you, you had to make the choice and went to the Roosters? Yeah, well, I was in terms of cricket and rugby. I think uh, cricket was only sort of, it was, it was big, but it was only big at the national level. So there wasn't all this 2020 and all the other opportunities that you, you sort of have now. So it was really between uh, rugby and rugby, rugby union, rugby league. But I always loved my cricket and I always thought maybe one day I could have done it. But I sort of stopped that when I was uh, every second week travelling out to Campbelltown and all these other places. Yep. That, uh, and I was getting bounced out. So I moved on from that. And between rugby and rugby union, it was... It was it was pretty hard from Wigan Union, so I really, I really enjoyed my rugby union. It maybe really, you know, set me up for what I was able to achieve. I know I played some some high quality stuff with some good players, and uh, I'm glad I eventually went back to rugby. So it was a tough decision, but it was sort of uh, one I was glad I went to the Roosters. Uh, I learned a lot there as well. Crossy, take us back. It's uh, it's three fifteen, and sometime in 1997, it's you know Queens Park number one. It's a little bit overcast. The uh, the northern side of the field is packed with all the old boys there. You're playing which school and what memory? What comes to your mind when you think of the double V? When you is it running out in the tunnel? Is it singing custard pie? Did you did you kick a goal from or did your team kick a goal from the sideline to win a close one? What what comes to mind when you think of those first fifteen experiences? Yeah, I was lucky enough to play a couple of years and in '96 we went to CS on the field. That was a pretty special memory. Uh, it was a good players. We came back and won it the next year. But I think you know when you. We used to play Joey's every year. That was always a big game, whether it was at home or away. It was always a big battle, but obviously CS is a big one, and we always wanted to win that. And the big tunnels that always the, the kids get down there and uh, form for it, it, it is special memories. And, of course, the custard pie is so unique to any, <laughs> any other team. So everyone at Waverley knows it and loves it. Mate, uh, let's tell our listeners, what, what does Crossy do now? Where are you now? What's going on? What are you doing? How do we get in contact with you? How do we support you as a Waverley College network? Yeah, I've actually uh, in between jobs. I've left the insurance industry. I've been in the insurance industry for the last two and a half years, but I've given that a flick and I've just uh, agreed to move into another industry. I'm working for a commercial real estate agent in the city, Cushman and Wakefield. So I'll start there in a couple of weeks. So exciting times. Yeah, property sales or in leasing and management? Yeah, more of a sales and investment side of things. Wow. Well, there you have it, Waverlians. When you listen to this podcast, you know how to call from commercial property. It's Crossy at Cushman and Wakefield. Now, Crossy, it'd be remiss of me not to mention that in my house hangs a couple of Danielle Cross paintings, and we, we bonded over the years, and particularly, uh, you know, finding out your, your wife does an amazing job. She's a, a very talented artist, so we can give her a little plug on this show, Danielle Cross. Yeah, Danielle Cross, she's, she's doing really well. last two or three years, it's really taken off, and... Uh, She's got her own little business in the studio at Waterloo that's um, sort of starting to thrive, and she's loving it. Um, been well supported by a lot of people out there, including yourself, so that's been good, and she's really just gone from strength to strength. She's got a presence sort of starting to get all over the world. She's done sales in New York and Hong Kong, and it's starting to really take off, so you know, hopefully before too long I can kick back that on the gravy train. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's great to chat with you, Crossy, you know, boy from Clovelly who, uh, who did amazing things on the sporting arena across uh, various codes. 
It's also a reminder, Bush, that um, you know, at all the home games this year down at Queen's Park, that we'd encourage all old boys to get down there and support this year's uh, uh, football and rugby teams um, at Queen's Park on, on a Saturday. Yeah, that's for sure. And, you know, you've only got to go up in the yeah, pavilion. Exactly. Afterwards, you'll see photos of Ryan Cross, you know, for me, Luke Riggers and Troy Jacks. Yesterday, Michael Towns, all these great blokes that have played in the double. And it gives you a sense of pride, Yags. You know, like I don't think at school, I probably look back on my time at school and I didn't think of it as good enough. But it's blokes like Ryan Cross and these other guys that, you know, get down there in the afternoon and come back. It makes the students feel so special. It's really good. So, Crossy, we want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Uh, good luck in the new gig with Cushman and Wakefield. And we look forward to talking to you at our Waverley College networking event, of course, brought to you by the Old Boys Union, brought to you by Radio Hub, and you have a great afternoon. Thanks, man. I just want to say thanks for the, doing a great thing there. I love Waverley, and uh, it was a great time in my life. And I always go down there and uh, support the boys, so go the Waves. Thank thanks, you. Ryan. Thanks, thanks Crossy. Much. Thanks for the memories. Well, Yags, what a, what a great bloke. I mean, seriously. I'm a big fan of Crossy's. I had been for, for quite some time. And, um, you know, I only bonded with Crossy, you know, probably a few years after he was at the Roosters with, um, you know, met up with him at Rico's wedding. And him and his wife, Daniel, she is absolutely lovely. And, uh, you know, we resonated. And I think... What bring us together? The, the, the generations transcend. You don't have to be... I was class of 90, seven years younger now. If, if I was in year 12 and he was in year five, you'd be flicking him in the ear. Yeah, you know, I mean, not right. realising later on, he'd be standing over the top. He's saying, you used to flick me in the ear, but it didn't happen. And talented family, Bush, and I think uh, one of the people we can get on the show in, in future is Clay. Oh, mate, Clay will be on here for sure. He's another great way We'd love to catch up with. You know the beautiful thing? It's whether it's sport, arts, music, politics, religion... You know, Christianity, you've got all these different things. You know, the law, doctors, lawyers, bookmakers, publicans, uh, you know, scallywags, garbos. They're all there at Waverley College and they've all got a story. Everyone's a character. So, Bush, yeah, look, another great episode. And, of course, we've got a big year ahead of us. What we're really trying to do with the old boys is, is grow the network, really get some solid networking happening. Uh, we want to encourage everyone who, who's listening to this podcast, share it with your friends, get involved on Facebook, get down to the home games at Queen's Park, and let's really strengthen this great Waverley College community. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, it's exciting. You know, I don't think when you're at school, sometimes you, you realise how good it would be or how important it is later in life, and it grows on you so much. So, you know, Silky and I, or Cooper Silk and I from, uh, you know, Radio Hub are so keen to get behind not only this podcast, but our, only wa- our own Waverley alumni, if you will, and uh, get them down there. And, uh, you know, we're looking forward to using this pro- podcast as a platform to give people plenty of information, what's going on in the school, what great initiatives are coming up with the old boys, what's happening in sports, what's happening with education, the arts, the sciences. It's all about keeping the uh, parents and former students and old boys informed. Well, that's it for Episode 4. Uh, it's great to be back here in the Radio Hub studios for 2017. just like to thank our guests. We had Johnny Walton from the Class of 88 and Ryan Cross from the Class of 97. Yeah, I'm going to steal a phrase from the great Peter Tate from uh, 87. Bye for now.